0: Welcome to Long Live the Music, a podcast from It's All Dead, made by music fans for music fans. I'm Kyle Hawk. Welcome to Long Live the Music. Thank you for joining us uh, tonight. I am Kyle Hawk, editor in chief at It'sAllDead.com, and uh, we got a podcast to do. I've actually been talking with Nadia. Uh, quite a bit lately about a very specific band and it felt weird because we didn't really know what to say, but it felt like we needed to have a discussion about it because I think it's more than just Nadia and myself that have been uh, in to this band lately. And clearly a thing is happening. And it's kind of one of my favorite things in music when like all of a sudden a band just kind of pops and there's not like one specific reason. Um, We'll talk about some of the examples, but you know, if you're listening, surely you have a a favorite band that all of a sudden one day you found out that other people were listening to them and that didn't make sense. Um, but there's been a lot of, you know, over the course of time, be it word of mouth, uh, things changed when the internet came along, things are different now because of all the content that people can create on apps like TikTok. Um, but certain bands have a moment where they just kind of seem to come out of nowhere, uh, on a popularity level. we're going to talk about all that, but before we get into it, I've already said her name multiple times. Nadia is here Nadia hello, how are you?
1: It's me how you doing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna do the Taylor Swift lyric there um no I'm not the problem. Now. oh I'm well, not that's the problem.
1: Good. I stand by that
0: i I am definitely the problem that's uh that, no that neither of us are saying. the problem <laughs> oh, okay um Cool. Well, I'm glad that we're doing this. I, I don't know about you. I'm like literally sweating in my house right now. I heard that it's hot in Boston because my the company I work for is based out there. A lot of people are up in Boston. But are you? Is there a heat wave up there?
1: So it's only been like this past two days, which is so 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 dumb. Because next week is just going to jump right back down to the 50s. Um, I sound like a meteorologist. And if you look over here on the weather map, um, <laughs> so yesterday was unbearably hot. Um, it was so stupid. And then today was better. Um, But it literally hit like 90 degrees yesterday for no reason. Oh, my God. It was so weird and honestly kind of freaky. Like, I wasn't really a fan of it. The sun was nice, but it felt very ominous, as most things tend to do in my life.
0: (laughs) Hey, I'm glad that winter is over. Probably as glad as anybody or more so than most. But I don't want to go straight like to 100 degrees just yet. No, it was record-breaking,
1: too. Like, I just – I don't know. That's just weird. It's weird to be – it's weird that it's April 14th in 90 degrees. Um, So I was happy it was cooler today.
0: Something we haven't been easing into recently is Bad Omens. And that's the band that we're primarily talking about tonight, um, which feels strange to me because they put out their third album, The Death of Peace and Mind, last February 25th, uh, 2022. So it's been out over a year. Um, I think I'd kind of dabbled in them a little bit. Um, But just recently I'd gotten more into them. Like I was listening a lot more, which I'll explain in a minute, but you just one day out of the blue texted me like, Oh my God, how have you never told me about bad omens? And I was like, I did. Um, But you discovered them. We've both been addicted to them and texting about them constantly. And I feel like we're not the only ones there. This band is having a moment and we're going to try to like, get to the bottom of why that is happening and how it came to be and see if we can find some other examples of similar bands that have had similar types of moments. But you know, we're also just going to talk about our current day and age and how these moments tend to happen and why. Um, but before we get into the, all that, we're just going to like gush about Bad Omens for a little bit, I guess. And I, um, I saw them on tour last spring, almost uh, a year ago. It was in March of 2022. Um, I drove to Cincinnati to see Under Oath with spirit box. And that tour originally was under oath every time I die in spirit box. And of course, every time I die, I broke up. And so at the last minute, they brought on uh, stray from the path, who's a band that's been around a really long time and bad omens. And I had heard of bad omens. Um, because I mean, look, the, the places I go to on the internet to talk about music and read about music. There wasn't a lot of discussion about bad omens other than like, Oh, that band they're they're dumb or whatever. Like I, I don't know specifically, but it wasn't a band that people were like really high on. So I kind of went into the tour. Look, I was there to see Undereath, my favorite band, and Spirit Box, my new favorite band. And so it was just, you know, there to take photos, cover the show, and Bad Omens was going to be there. But they came out and performed, and I was surprised. I was kind of taken aback at how much I enjoyed their set. It was a little, I don't know, a little goofy Uh, Noah, Sebastian, the lead singer came out on stage in a ski mask and they had like this whole kind of like weird vibe to them um that was very much it, it felt like performance art a little bit but once the set got going i was just kind of like wow some of these songs are really good um and they at the time i had no idea i thought maybe they just put out their first album or something it's actually their third um but there were a few songs after that tour that i just kind of like kept like on a playlist i would you know i didn't dig into them any deeper than just the songs that i liked that they played uh live. And then, you know, I did that through most of last year. And then a few months ago, I was like, oh yeah, I'm in the mood to listen to those Bad Omen songs I like. And I pulled up their Spotify page and I noticed the song that I hadn't listened to before called Just Pretend suddenly had like, I don't know, four or five times more listens than any of the other songs. And it hadn't been like that before when I'd gone to their Spotify page and I was like, what the heck is this? Do they put on a new song or um, but I listened to Just Pretend, and I, that song, I immediately was hooked. And I was like, holy shit, how did I not hear this? You know, they didn't play it live. It wasn't a single, so it wasn't one of the songs I just kind of, like, listened to out of curiosity because um, I hadn't listened to any of the albums. But I was just like, oh, my God. And so I started digging deeper into this new album, The Death of Peace of Mind, and I've kind of been addicted to it. And at, around this same time, it's probably a few weeks after that, is when you started texting me. So, Nadia, tell me your moment of when you discovered them and what it was that kind of like set you off down this bunny trail we've been on for weeks now
1: um so you know that I don't believe in the word casual um
0: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that but okay
1: I don't really believe in casual when it comes to bands um and I mean, the MetaCore folks are going to hate me for this, all right? It was TikTok, okay? Just like everything in my life these days, all of my phases are brought on by TikTok. And so it was with Bad Omens, okay? I don't know what it was. I think it must have been... So they started playing... I started seeing videos from the Australian festival Not Fest, which I had never heard of before mm-hmm. in my life. Um, but, okay, backtrack. So there was this video... <laughs> Oh, man. At Notfest. And it was of the Bad Omens set, but it was of the crowd and it was of this gigantic pit that had formed at the Bad Omens set. And it was this guy had posted this video of himself in the pit and it was such a violent, raging pit that he broke his femur.
0: Oh my god! Okay,
1: so yeah, so all these videos are going around. This is the the same set list where the guy uh, broke his femur, whatever. All this stuff. It's all these different angles of this poor man being just like demolished in the Bad Omens pit. And I was like, mm, maybe I should like listen to Bad Omens. And so then it started. Um, my algorithm is destroyed. Um, it's only Bad Omens. Um, but guess what? I'm not even mad about it because it's such a good band. And well, so I've been listening to Only Bad Omens for approximately two weeks. I just finally exited like hyperfixation phase and I'm just kind of back <laughs> to, okay, I do like this band.
0: Yeah. Well, the crazy thing is you would say, I'm, I'm not on TikTok, so I don't have all that. You know, the only TikTok I come across is when you like text me a link to a TikTok and then I open it in the browser on my phone and, and watch the video or whatever. But I, you were texting me, Bad Omen TikToks like daily where I was like, holy shit, like, how are there this many people like making these videos about this band? Um, And it really took me aback. And going back to Just Pretend, again, this song wasn't released as a single from what I can tell. There's no music video for it, but it's suddenly, you know, their most popular song. And all I can think is that something must have happened on TikTok with this song specifically. Um, and you could tell me if I'm wrong, I don't know how much of the content revolves around that song. Um, but you know, they've put out six singles from the new album and I mean, there's a lot of really good songs on it. Just pretend is a really great song. And the funny thing is reading about it. Apparently, uh, when Noah wrote it, he was like writing it as a joke to try to prove how easy it is to write like a really accessible rock song, but then ended up falling in love with it as they made it. And guess what? It's really fucking accessible and it's really good. Um, so I don't know what it is or like what happens with that specifically, but is that something that you've seen related to the Just Pretend song or is it just bad omens in general?
1: So it's kind of stuck between Just Pretend, which is like I mean, I think it's a great showcase of his vocal ability, but I think, again, it really is just a very accessible rock song, especially for a band who I feel like some of their deeper cuts are not accessible. Like They definitely do fall under metalcore, um, but it's between Just Pretend and the title track from the album, The Death of Peace of Mind, which is an intensely like sexual anthem for some reason, and all the girls are just wild over it. Um, not me well, maybe me a little bit, but not because of the song. (laughs) We're not going to talk about that. But um, yeah, it really is just like those two songs. And then as I've gotten deeper into the algorithm, like people have been using other songs of theirs um, to either talk about the band or talk about like other um, bands in the genre that they like. I'm on very specific, like alternative TikTok. Like, I don't think everybody is seeing this because I've sent TikToks about bad omens to my friends and been like, Hey, look at this cool band. And they're like, you're actually delusional because that's not good music, but they just, <laughs> they're wrong. Well, um, but yeah, it's, like it's not, I think it's just me.
0: Well, but yeah, that's the thing that I'm saying. It, it can't be just you because you're not the one making all the TikToks about it. There's no, like I'm tons not. and no, tons of people clear, doing I've never made one. It. Um, And a song doesn't blow up like that. If it's just one person, there's a lot of people that are, that are into this band suddenly. And I uh well there's a couple things I want to follow up on. One, you've called them metal and metalcore. I I don't think this band is heavy at all and look, I listen to a lot of heavy music. Um this band is pretty like it's kind of like diet metalcore, I guess is what I would call it. I don't um this band isn't that heavy for me. Now, while I was on vacation last week, I did go back and listen to their old stuff, which I'd never heard before. And it was it was heavier than what I feel like this new album is. But it was also like I was texting you. It sounded at times almost exactly like it was like they listened to Sep Internal by Bring Me the Horizon. And were like, that's what we want to sound like, like his voice on the older albums. He's not singing. It's all he's doing like the Ollie Sykes impression. And It was fine because I I love Bring Me the Horizon and I love something internal. Um, But this new album, there's like electronic parts. There's really some poppy stuff. There's like some more straightforward rock stuff. They've completely abandoned like their old sound, which I thought was a great decision. Now I know that you in getting into them have liked some of the older stuff as well. But for me, like I'm content just listening uh, to the new album. Um, But what I, so do you, is the new album, The Death of Peace of Mind, your favorite, or do you actually like the one before it more?
1: So I really do like the second one, Finding God Before He Finds Me. I feel like it's a great, like, middle ground. I found myself, I did I made a playlist of all of their songs just because I'm gonna be seeing them soon. So I was trying to like familiarize myself with everything. Um but um yeah, I found myself skipping a lot of their first album. And you know what's so funny is I don't really like Bring Me the Horizon, so I wonder if that's why. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's not even that the songs are bad or like – I don't know. But there was an interview. I can't remember which one it was. I watched it the other day. I, it's so bad that I can't i can't remember what interviews I've watched. That's like so bad. That's so fangirl of me. I'm totally exposing myself. <laughs> um, but they were saying that like um, – this album, the death of peace of mind is what they want to be introductory for people because this is the type of music that they want to make. Like they do really want to kind of separate themselves from their harder like music, I think. Um, But yeah, I think finding God before he finds me was a really good like entry point for me for liking the harder stuff, but also not really being totally sold on hardcore in general. Um, I've kind of come out of my hardcore phase.
0: I'll, I'll put it this way: If you like finding God before God finds me, you actually do like Bring Me the Horizon. There's no way that you can like that, that album and not like Bring Me the Horizon because it's. Literally... I don't think
1: I've ever given them an honest chance. If I'm being truthful.
0: Well, we'll talk about that as an aside. But um, okay. as it turns out, Nadia <laughs> likes Bring Me the Horizon, and she doesn't even know I is.
1: literally Adam's um, made a Bring Me the Horizon
0: album. Um, <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I think it was a great decision for them to to make the change. And it's also he's got vocal range. Like he he can do a lot of different stuff and I think the new album shows it off. Going back to something you said earlier, we should say I do think part of the blow up thing with TikTok specifically is because of Noah the lead singer. He's he's hot. Like there's no there's no other way around it and you can make a lot of funny content with that, I guess. But I've seen other stuff where like that is a thing. Like people are literally obsessed with him. And I'll say like when I saw them live, well when I was in the photo pit for their set last year, like that was one of the first things that struck me. I was like, wow, this is a really like, you know, it is what it is. Like some people are just really, really attractive in that way. And he is. Um and so I think that's been part of it as well. And again, I'm basing this off of the the stuff that you've sent me where it seems like the content is half wow this band is cool. And omg noah's such a babe like that's kind of that's it i'm getting from that's literally
1: the only thing that there is so there you go it's only the two of those things and that's kind of a bummer like i don't think that's fair because the other members of the band are also like very talented musicians um and noah's a very talented vocalist um but yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like he does have a commanding stage presence too. Like, I don't think it's just like, I think he's just very charismatic as a person.
0: He does have a great stage presence. And again, that was another thing that just struck me because I didn't know anything about him. And I was just like, wow, this guy like knows what to do on stage. Like he knows how to like catch your attention. Because I, like myself, there were not people, at, at least my, you know, I I feel like I get pretty good vibe. Like I I can go to a show and understand like what's happening and why people are there. People were not at that concert to see bad omens. Like I did that was not a thing anybody showed up for that night. But by the end of their set, there were like you just felt that moment, which is a, a really cool live music moment when people are like, "Whoa, shit! Who, who's who's this band?" Um, I actually saw that happen uh, with Seosan way back in the day, incidentally enough, which is another band that kind of just blew up overnight and became a thing. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that more a little bit later. But that, it was a it was a thing that night where after their set, there was a little bit of buzz in the crowd of like, "Wow, that band was kind of awesome." Um, So, yeah, it's always kind of fun to see that happen. W- one other note that, again, while I was on vacation, I was just like constantly listening to Bad Omens, texting you about Bad Omens and reading about Bad Omens. And I realized that I did have a, a point of reference for them in the past that I'd totally forgotten about. I had no idea it was them, but there was this tour with uh, Census Fail and I want to say Amity Affliction several years back. And the only reason I remember this incident is because of how funny it was to everybody. But like there was a band that was going to be an opener on that tour that dropped off the tour. And since this fail was pissed about it and they said it was because the band said their name was too small on the poster. That band was bad omens. And I had no clue like back in that moment, but I remember it was like a joke whenever that happened, everybody was making fun of it. And as I was reading, I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe that was, that was bad omens. No bad omens. I think denied that that was the reason they dropped off. It was, for other reasons. But that that was, I think people knew, if people knew Bad Omens back then, it was because they were the band that dropped off a tour because their name was too small or whatever. Do you remember and we that? we talked
1: about that. I do remember that. And they actually made a t-shirt with <laughs> with Bad Omens in the tiniest print. Wow. <laughs> I do remember that. W- oh, my God. Well played. <laughs> well played. That was a good joke. But actually, that is like their social media presence, too. Like, they don't, like, their band... Instagram, very professional, all like tour dates and like cool tour pictures and stuff. Their Twitter, I think Noah runs their Twitter and he just constantly roasts people. Like when he oh, wow. like when he tweets back at people, he's just roasting them. Um, but he has never there. posted on his Instagram that I can see. I know I followed him like a week ago, but he has zero <laughs> posts.
0: Yeah. Interesting.
1: Like, yeah. So I think they are just kind of like funny dudes.
0: So... I want to talk about a few other things. Well, first, before we do that, you've looped me into how TikTok is causing other bands to come back into like the pop culture discussion. You've given recent examples of like Pierce the Veil and Sleeping Sirens, Paramore. Obviously they had a new album come out, but there's been like younger people, quote unquote, online, that are like bringing back certain bands and like making them really popular in like certain moments, because I I don't really know why it's happening, but it is a a thing that's happening. And again, like the festival last year when we were young sort of proves out just the, the shelf life of this whole thing being much bigger than we maybe originally thought it was. But talk to me a little bit about what you've seen of how like certain bands all of a sudden are like having renewed popularity because of what's happening on TikTok.
1: Um yeah, like I said to you earlier, I I don't know what it is. Like every once in a while it's like a very um it's very cyclical. Like there will be a month or so where there will be just a lot of buzz about bands and people will be like um ranking albums and saying like, you know, um talking about how good these bands are that have been around for a while. I mean, if you want to like literally look at Bad Omens, their first album was released in 2016, so they're not like a new band. Um, But yeah, like Bring Me the Horizon is coming back around. I know Sempaternal is turning 10 this year, so there's a lot of buzz about that. Um, But there's a lot of buzz about like modern baseball and American football and like all these weird like emo bands that have been around for so long. Every once in a while, it's like the only thing I'll see on alt TikTok. It's like, hey, here's a band you should listen to. And they will have like a very varied discography because they've been around for a while. And the kids love it. And I'm so glad like – Emote isn't dead. <laughs> it was not just a phase. Like the kids do, do love the alt scene. And it's actually very comforting for me, if I'm being honest. Um, cause I think that a lot of those bands didn't really get what they should have back in the day. Um, so it's kind of nice to see. I don't know. It's kind of nice. It's fun. Well,
0: yeah. It is cool. It's good for our podcast. Good for it's all Absolutely. Dead. Um, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah. So like the bad omens thing and their, their sudden sort of like moment here is had me thinking back of like other bands that um i've seen this happen before where they just kind of like all of a sudden something happens and everybody's into it um, i mentioned seos but they you know that was what their first ep when they first came out it wasn't like there was a span of time it was just like they came onto the scene and suddenly they popped under oath i was telling you before we started as is, is one that comes to mind where you know they would put out several you know three albums i guess with their previous lead vocalist alice taylor and then um, in 2004, they put out their only chasing safety, and it was part way through that summer. And part of it was a Warp Tour thing, ju- and just word of mouth about that. But you, you know, this isn't like this inf- information is readily available everywhere, and the band has talked about it a lot. But they were on that Warp Tour that summer, and I had no idea why all of a sudden every day they're the crowds coming to watch them were just getting bigger. Like they didn't, they weren't on the internet back in 2004, like traveling around on tour. So they didn't know like what was happening, but it happened. It was just that summer, all of a sudden Under Oath became the biggest band in the scene. Um, And it was their fourth album essentially. And also a change, a complete change in sound, which also is what we've seen with Bad Omens here as well. So there's something kind of interesting there. Um, another one I was thinking about was a day to remember with Homesick in two thousand eight or two thousand nine. It must have been two thousand nine because I remember Warped Tour that summer. They were playing; they weren't playing a main stage. They were, I think it was back then, it was called the Hurley Stage, but it was one of the side stages. And when I saw them that summer, it was one of the biggest crowds I've ever seen for a band playing at Warped Tour, and they weren't on the main stage. It was just a sea of people at this stage to watch them play. And it was just like, oh shit, a day to remember. And it was months after they'd put out homesick, but like something happened that summer where all of a sudden everybody was listening to them. Everybody was into them. And so I I don't have like some grand point here other than, it historically happens and has happened for all different kinds of reasons. It's a different day and age now because of apps like TikTok and and uh, you know, Twitter, I guess, to a lesser extent now, but it's still cool. Like I I've always found it like really fun when all of a sudden there's a band real friends is another one that I'm thinking of just offhand right now. I think in 2014, all of a sudden everybody was listening to real friends and there wasn't like a moment. I feel like that made sense of why, but, Everybody just collectively agreed in the moment, like, we're into real friends now. Um, do these examples, like, stick out to you, Nadia? Or are there any that you think of that were kind of like that?
1: I was just going to say, I got into real friends during that time. So, like, I was part of that. Um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, no, I totally agree. I just feel like there's, it's, it really is, like, a, an ebb and flow. Um, and I think I texted you, I was like, I just haven't felt this way about a band in so long. Like, and it got me looking into other, like, hardcore bands that I just hadn't given the time to. Um, like, I've been listening to a lot of, like, Sleep Token and Spirit Box right now. Like, just. Oh, you're finally of, into Spirit yeah. Box, huh? No, 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 no. Don't even give me that. Okay? Because I like Spirit Box. I just don't really like hardcore. Okay. All right? And I'm finally giving it a shot. I knew you were going to say that. As soon as I said Spirit Box, you were going to come <laughs> at me. All right but it's all good like i don't know i just feel like you're right like i think it's just such an ebb and flow and i think with tiktok um it can feel very not organic and with bad omens for me some reason it just felt very organic like i just haven't found a band in a while that i can say honestly like for the past few years i really do like their whole discography like there are parts that i like better um and stuff that i kind of have been skipping over the past couple of weeks but as a whole, I don't know. I just feel like I haven't felt this way about a new like a newer band in a while. Um, so I don't know. it's just it was kind of like a like an a jump in optimism for me. like bands yeah. are still making good music, I guess I don't know. It's a great feeling Does that seem dumb I'm only twenty six no. like of course, bands are gonna make good music
0: i mean <laughs> like, that's what literally happened to me two years ago with Spirit Box. like I just felt rejuvenated whenever I discovered them. And that's like, the word, yeah. It's a great feeling. It's one of the best feelings, and I'm always worried that it's happened to me for the last time, um, and then another band comes along and it happens again. So it's it's a it's a great thing. It's why we it's why we do it, this podcast. It's why we talk about this stuff at all because it's it's a very human, unique experience that you can't really replicate in any other way. And uh, you know, I know if you're listening, it happens for you as well. So it's just a it's a cool thing, and I'm glad that. I'm glad this is happening now. Now, we should say you mentioned earlier, you'd gotten tickets to see Bad Omens. You also got tickets to see Sleep Token, which is insane. But it's funny because when you were telling, you were like freaking out. There was one night. It was like the night before I left for my vacation. You were freaking out about you weren't going to get tickets to see Bad Omens. And I was like, Nadia, I saw them a year ago open up for like three other bands. And like that show wasn't even sold out. There's no way that this is going to sell out and it fucking sold out. Like it really, it like, just think about in the span of a year, how much has happened. And, uh, you know, for both them and sleep token, but that was kind of crazy, but I'm happy for you and happy to share that. You're going to be going to these shows. I was, I was honestly worried for you. I thought we could get you in to cover it regardless, but I, I just for your own, like peace of mind. Um, I, I really wanted you to get the tickets and, and you did. So that's great.
1: You know, I so appreciate that Um, because if I didn't get Bad Omens tickets, it would have been the death of my peace of mind. It surely would have been like I would not have known what to do. I would have stood outside Roadrunner in September and been like, maybe I can hear a track or two. (laughs) 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 Is that so terrible?
0: I've done that before, Nadia. Um, So no, (laughs) I don't don't know. Maybe Um, it is, but I've done it.
1: But no, I literally responded to your text message and I was like, you're right, like you've you've been around the block with like tunes longer than I have. Like you've gotten tickets and not gotten tickets. And I was like, it did make me feel better. And then the next day, this is, I'm going to like totally get fired for this. I was at my desk. I'm <laughs> um, in between. I work in pediatric dentistry. I, I do reception Um, for all of those who are not, I don't know, up on my lore. I guess. <laughs> oh God, that's so stupid. Um, So anyway, in between checking in patients, hi, what's your insurance? Did you guys have a good spring break or whatever? Um, I'm like trying to get bad omen's tickets.
0: That is hilarious. And I
1: have the window open and I didn't have the presale code. Um, And I literally was talking to my coworkers and I was like, honestly, if I don't get these, like I'm going to go home. Like it's going to ruin my day. You're not going to want to be with me. And then one of my coworkers opens up the window and I'm I'm searching Twitter at this point. I couldn't get tickets. I had resigned myself to not being able to see Bad Omens. And so I X out of the, the window and I went back to my work duties, you know, as I should have been doing anyway. And she goes, the window's still up. Did you find the code yet? I said, oh my God, the code is concrete. <laughs> <laughs> so I type in the code and I got one ticket <laughs> and then it was sold out by the next day. And it's I literally wild. was like, i was like bro like what can i get you i'm gonna give you a hundred dollars like whatever you want it's yours and she's like just remember this and i said okay i'll remember (laughs) it um but again i haven't been so stressed about getting tickets for something in a long time like i don't know it was just so like that half an hour of being extremely stressed was still so fun is that stupid
0: well, I'm glad it was fun. I was good. worried because I was on the plane, like we were sitting on the tarmac, like getting ready to to take off, and you were like frantically texting me like having I, you were in a bad spot, it seemed like. <laughs> by not getting these I tickets, was. not even the pre sale code. I was like, Well, I'm about to be in the air for a while. I hope Naughty is gonna be
1: okay.
0: <laughs> and uh fortunately <laughs> honestly it all I would have ruined so. your
1: vacation over it, I think, <laughs> by accident.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious. Um but no, it all worked out. And tell me about the sleep token thing because this is another band. You texted me a couple months ago of like something about sleep token. I listened to them. I'd never heard them before, and it felt like from that moment on, everywhere I went, people were talking about sleep token, and everywhere I went online, like they, I was like, whoa, shit, what the hell? Like Nadia just texted me about this band, and now like everybody's talking about them all of a sudden. It was another one of those kinds of moments, and now their tour is sold out. So what what have you seen happen with them?
1: As usual. I'm on the forefront, you know? Like, that's not true. I'm not on the forefront. Sleep Token is you, from England. You definitely are. Uh, Sleep Token is from England. So I wasn't sure if they were ever going to tour here. Um, But their song, another band. You know what? Another band that has been around for a while. It's the exact same thing. It really is. Yeah, They're literally simultaneous. Is. Um, But I heard the summoning and I was like, hmm, good track. And then I didn't do anything else with it. Um sleep token is so good they're so good like it's not even metal it's like progressive rock it's like totally prog rock and it's so 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 good they're so creative um but it's this anonymous like band yeah why does nobody know who's in the band No, I think they found out, out who the lead singer is.
0: Oh, they did. Um,
1: but I'm I'm not gonna reveal that because that's <laughs> part of the lore. They don't. But this don't this could be, be breaking revealed.
0: news. This could blow the. No, podcast it's not. Out. It's all over the internet. Oh well, shit.
1: Um, but yeah, so they they travel as like an anonymous band, and I love that for them because that means they can just do whatever they want when they're not being banned, right? That's great. Like Noah Sebastian cannot do that, and I think he wishes he could. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like no he's kidding. a very private person, and like I think he wishes that he didn't have to do any of this. Um, but Sleep Token, um, they like, I I don't, I don't really know how to explain it. Like they think that like they they've got like a character story. It's like kind of like a like a D and D thing. I think. Like, oh, wow. where they they are, like, doing a performance. Like, it's, like, performance art, like, truly. Um, but, yeah, so they call their concerts rituals, kind of like Ghost does, right? Yeah. Ghost calls their rituals. Um, and their tagline is, in all capital letters, is the word worship. Um, which, like, as somebody who grew up really religious, I was like, hmm, this could be demonic. Or it could be super cool. And it turns out <laughs> it's super cool. Um, because I, I went to coffee with one of my friends the other day and I had told him initially I had talked to him about this and I was like, yo, you got to listen to Bad Omens. Like, um, get on this train with me, like get on the Bad Omens train. And so we went out to coffee and we were talking about Sleep Token and I said, you listen to Sleep Token too? He said, yeah, it's bomb. And so we both ended up getting tickets to see Sleep Token. So we're going together and guess what? It's the same week as Bad Omens, guys.
0: It's going to be a great week for you. I'm excited. (laughs) Just don't don't break your femur.
1: Dude, what if I literally, what if I die?
0: I I I, doubt it. I'm a small
1: person. I don't do the pit these days. I think you'll be okay. It is hilarious
0: to me that bad omens, which again, I don't think is a heavy band. is like having pits so crazy that people are getting injured. Kyle, I'm going to send you the
1: videos because you would not even, you would have to see it to believe it. Um, it was wild. But anyway, yeah, I'm big into Sleep Token, but it's literally the same thing. It's like one song, The Summoning, which is a single from their upcoming album, which comes out next month. Um, just huge. But then I just listened to their first album the other day and I was just like blown away by the artistry. I guess like I don't know, it's just such good music. And I just feel like people are not the TikTok attention span like problem that we're all having as a society. Um is both really good because then it allows you to find bands like Bad Omens and get obsessed with them for two weeks. And then like at the same time, now tickets are sold out, but people only know one song. Like mm-hmm. I just feel like it's kind of both doing a great service and also a great disservice at the same time. Um, regardless, I'm very excited about my concert lineup. Um, but yeah, thanks, TikTok.
0: Yeah. I, I do want to throw this out. Which again, real quick on the bad omens thing, when I saw them last year, there were no pits happening. It was like everybody just standing and watching because that's what you I really do hope it's like that. Band. But, um, I just realized though another similarity with another band and Berlin. So it was 2008 when they got signed to a major label, put out New Surrender, they re recorded, um, Feel Good Drag, which was from their second album for New Surrender, and suddenly that song was like breaking records on rock radio for like how long it was staying at number one, and you had all these people that knew in Berlin, because of Feel Good Drag, and I went to a show Gosh, when was it? I want to say maybe 2010. I saw you in Berlin, and I've seen them so many times. But at this show specifically, all of a sudden, there were new people that were there, and they were there to hear Feel Good Drag. like they didn't know the other songs like and that is it, that's a weird kind of thing that happens. I feel like sometimes where like the band blows up because of a, a certain song, but then people don't really know much about like the band in their full catalog because Amberlynn, as we've talked about, has one of the best discographies of almost any rock band. Um, but yeah, that was just another instance that popped into my mind just now of like all of a sudden I'm at a show and there's people that are there to hear them just play one song, basically.
1: That's wild. But you know what? Amberlynn has been a band that I've always listened to, so I feel like I didn't get swept up in that. Like, it was never just only the feel-good drag. Actually, it was almost never the feel-good drag.
0: Yeah. Well, that was, yeah, because that was, like, before your time with them, right?
1: Don't say before my time, man. <laughs> Sorry. Music is timeless, you know, bro.
0: That's true. Um, <laughs> let's wrap this up with our five best, our five favorite Bad Omen songs. Who, who goes first?
1: You should go first.
0: Okay. These are in no particular order which I know is a shock because we're always ranking and ordering things, but I don't have an order at this point. Um, But my five favorite Bad Omen songs, the first two, and this is what's hilarious is that the first two are from Finding God Before God Finds Me, but it's on the bonus edition that they put out like a year later. So again, they played these songs when I saw them um, and I didn't listen to that album. So I just listened to these extra songs and the, the bonus songs from that album are completely different than the, the actual album itself. They just sound different. You can tell like they're making a, a sonic change, but those two songs are uh, limits and never know limits is probably my favorite Ban omens track, but both of those songs are really, really freaking good. Um, and then the other three are from death of peace of mind. And I'm going to go with, and I, I told you or like a, maybe a week ago, What my favorite songs were, and I feel like they've changed even since then. But just pretend. Um, The death of peace of mind. I know you said you don't like that song, but I kind of have fallen in love with it. It's really good. And then the last one's tough because I really like Concrete Jungle. I really like somebody else, but I think the song that's grown on me the most lately is Nowhere to Go. Like that song just fucking rips. It's so good. Um, But the whole album is really good. But yeah, if I had to if I had to pick 5 it's limits, never know, just pretend, uh the death of peace of mind and nowhere to go. Your turn.
1: Okay, so like let's just preface this. All of the songs are still at number 1 right now if I'm being totally totally honest with you. <laughs> okay. Like um they're all number 1, aren't they? They're all number 1 in my heart, but it's so funny that you should say Okay, so I would say that number one right now for me is the What It Costs Like a Villain duo. Mm. Oh my gosh. That song is, those two songs that are one song, so good. Delectable chef's kiss, 100%. (laughs) Every time it comes on the playlist, I'm like, wow, this is going to happen. Like, wow. That's actually, you know, here's a fun personality point. Every time a song starts, the radio playlist i can be i can't have hand picked it and put it in the queue and the minute it starts immediately i'm like wow <laughs> i was in, i was in Taco Bell today with my siblings and um big girls don't cry started and in the middle of my burrito my chalupa i'm like wow <laughs> is that that's so dumb
0: um no, anyway awesome. so i
1: do feel like that about like a villain um so good um, my next one is "If I'm There." I tweeted about that song. Mm. Literally makes me want to cry every time. Like I think of all my friends, and that's so special, and I love that. Um, yeah. My next one is "Limits." Limits is so good, and Jeremiah is—that's is, the only Bad Woman song he likes, which is not it's fair. An said, you got to give it a chance. Song. It's such a good song. Um, number four is "Mercy." I love that song um, from yeah. Finding God Before He Finds Me. I think that a lot of those like weirdly religious themes on that album work together so well. Um, Even though they're not a band like that. I don't know. I just think that it's a a great concept album. Um, And then my number five is Never Know. What a good song. Yeah. What a good song. But they're all good songs. Nowhere to go. Incredible. Concrete Jungle. Incredible. I Don't Want the Money. Dude.
0: That's a good one. Yep.
1: Bad Um, Omens. Y'all know what you're doing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Limits and Never Know were the two older songs they played when I saw them live. And again, it was funny that they just didn't touch their their other stuff at all. But I do remember one of the moments I remember from the show is they played Artificial Suicide,
1: which yes, is like probably song. their
0: heaviest song, I guess. But like it was just such a stark, like, whoa shit, like what is going on? Like they're really it's so good. Like really going all out here. Um Yeah, you
1: know yeah. what I noticed? I did look up the set list um because I'm a creeper. Um, weird set list, like very, I don't know, just feels weird, especially if they were going to lean into the heavier stuff because they played Artificial Suicide and dethrone which are both of their heaviest songs.
0: Mm, yeah,
1: but nothing I mean, from that first album.
0: I mean, and again, if you're opening for Under Earth and Spirit Box, you're gonna kind of have to bring it a little bit, I guess, would be my assumption on that.
1: And they do, don't they? They do bring it,
0: they do bring it. Well, <laughs> we did it, we talked about bad omens. Um, and it was fun. I didn't know how this podcast was going to go. I thought this went really well. So good job by us. Um, so too. Nadia will keep sending me TikToks of bands I've never heard about. And, uh, we'll probably keep making podcasts about it. Um, in the meantime though, come visit us at it's Uh, we've, you've not heard Kyle Schultz on the podcast lately, but I have heard some rumblings that he might be getting ready to write some stuff. So we'll, we'll see. Keep your eye out. Um, in the meantime uh, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from leave us a review if you feel so inclined otherwise that's going to do it for tonight's show Nadia thank you so much for joining me
1: as usual whenever you want I'm ready
0: it was a blast Uh, we'll do it again and uh, that's when you will hear from us again (laughs) All (laughs) right, I'm Kyle Hawk Uh, we'll catch you next time Thanks for listening to Long Live the Music. If you like our show, come find us on Twitter and Facebook at It's All Dead. And of course, come visit our website, itsalldead.com.